Welcome back to another episode here on Viewpoints. I am your host, Jordan Boyles, and we're here with Dr. John Gerlock. We have a special guest with us, Adrian Houston. We're so excited to have you here. How have you been? Good. Good, oh, good. So, so happy to have you. Uh, but John, we're currently still in our series, First Peter, and uh, what an amazing message we heard this Sunday morning. And just tell us a little bit how that's been going, and I know that you also have a scripture for us as well. Yeah, I think it's been really good because, you know, it really has been a series about storms and how to come through storms, and we talk about conversations in a storm. Well, to me, Adrian today is a conversation mm-hmm. in the storm that yeah. she was in at that time in her life, and I think it's um, really brings to my mind First Peter 2.9. Which, Jordan, if you want to just quote that, I know you got that by yeah, memory. Yeah, by memory. Yeah, okay. Now I know. okay, let me read that. Let me read that. It says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Mm. So to me, it's a great verse. It, I mean, we're gonna we, we talked about it Sunday. It's a great verse about how God is always in this process of going. Okay, here's darkness. Maybe you caused the darkness. Maybe someone else caused the darkness. Right. But He's always trying to bring us out into His light and bring us toward Him. Mm-hmm. And to me, when I heard it in the story, it was just such a great picture of that. Yeah. It was just, I think, so great. And so, Aiden, all yours. What? Kind of tell us the story. We call it the pen story. The pen story, the famous the pen story. The famous pen story. <laughs> so kind of tell us kind of what's the backstory of the pen story. Let's yeah. start there. Well, um, I was just kind of going through a really dark time, um, single mom, just really struggling in life, um, kind of with, I guess, my faith a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just not really didn't really have the foundation i needed wasn't really involved in a church at that time life was just really rough Mm. um and a gentleman came into my office one day like they do every day and sat down to write a check and i went to offer him a pen and he just kind of said no good i have one here and i'll even leave it for you and set it on my desk which kind of opened up a conversation about about church he's like you know where do you attend church and I think I told him I was between churches at that time because who wants to really say, yeah, hey, this is I'm where I'm at. Churches, I'm between churches. It's a good, it's <laughs> Life a good statement. Life is just not good right it's now. It's a good statement. Um, and he just kind of opened this conversation about how great Crestview was. And it was very, very simple conversation. We'd love to have you. This is what we're about. Um, come anytime. And, you know, it's such a simple conversation. And mm-hmm. it all started with just him writing a check with a pen and leaving on my desk. Probably something he does a million times. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably didn't think twice about it, but it changed my life. It took about two weeks um, for me to come try Crestview because it was a little bit intimidating. Mm-hmm. It was just a larger church. I grew up in a church that maybe had a hundred. Was the music intimidating, or was it just uh, church? The in size of the church. Oh, okay, music size of the church. Great. Oh, great answer. <laughs> <laughs> music is what drew me here. Oh, <laughs> no. fantastic. Um, it, but we, you know, I walked in and. It just was home immediately. Mm. It, I don't know how to explain it. I just felt, I just felt at home. It was like a weight lifted off my shoulders just walking in the door. It wasn't intimidating. I didn't feel judged. I didn't feel, and truthfully, I feel like that's something that people don't talk about is they don't try churches because mm. they're afraid right. mm-hmm. of, am I going to wear the right thing? Am I going to say the right For thing? Sure. Yeah. Where do I sit? How do I, you know? And I didn't feel any of that. It was just immediate home when I walked in the door. 
And from there, life just kind of kind of changed. Mm-hmm. I found that foundation that I had been lacking, and um, everything in life just kind of went up from there. That's so, awesome, awesome. Just something so simple. Yeah. Writing a check with a pen and leaving it there. Yeah. And how long Truly have, changed you, my life. have you been here? Nine, nine years. Oh, wow. Years. That's, that's longer than me. Yeah. <laughs> it's been wow. a long time. That's great. Okay, so follow-up questions. Jordan and I have both have some follow-up questions here. So tell us whatever you feel comfortable telling us about you said you were it was a dark time what does that mean like what tell us a little bit just about whatever you feel comfortable in telling us of what you'd gone through where you were kind of you you talked about being a single mom Mm -hmm. but kind of what what's kind of that part of it so we had a pretty rough childhood and so it really didn't have any family in Mm -hmm. life and it got married very young um and had a little one and that marriage just was extremely toxic it was just a bad situation that took a lot to get out of um so i was able to finally get out of that and i was working three jobs at the time Mm. and um just was a lot just being a single mom trying to make it work Mm -hmm. and you know i did try to get into churches and things like that but i just felt like because of the marriage that I'd been through and the divorce that I'd gone through, like I wasn't good enough to be in those places. Um. So it was just very internally, I felt very defeated and had no self-worth and felt like maybe I, God didn't have a plan for me or a place mm-hmm. for me. So it was, it was pretty dark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I think that's one of the things about Sunday, talking about identity and who we really are, although we get other messages mm-hmm from what we go through that really tear us down and kind of say, well, you know, you're not enough or you're not worth, you know, worth coming in and that sort of thing. So how long were you in town at that point? How long were you in, in Midland at this, this point? I had been here probably five years. Okay. So about five years. And did the pen, was it a Crestview pen or not a Crestview pen? It was a Crestview pen. Okay. So it was a Crestview pen. So it was. It was. Jordan, how many do you have? Do you have about a collection? Yeah. yeah, Your collection is about 8,000. Yeah. It was was a Crestview pen. And there will never. It has an (laughs) 8,000. There will always be one on my desk. And that's that's a big thing because so many people do, believe it or not, people do still write checks. So as Uh people come in and they need a pen, I always give them a Crestview pen Mm -hmm. and I try to encourage them to take them. There's one always in my purse because you never know. It can open. It's a gateway to a conversation that you may not know how to have about Mm -hmm. God or about attending church or about any of that. Mm -hmm. So Something that's pretty cool and I think it's just a huge testament to your family is just seeing your son grow in the youth band because, I mean, we're obviously involved in in music and Caden's in the room. You can't see him, but uh, we've just been really asking God, like, what would you have for the youth band? And seeing him play the drums and just watching him grow and his talent grow over time has just been absolutely phenomenal. And even beyond that, like his spiritual walk has been amazing to see. So it's a testament to you and your family in, in being here at Crestview. But I do have a question for John. Do you feel like people are looking for that serendipity moment for, you know, hearing this amazing story and it was kind of cool the way everything worked out. But what do you, what would you say to people listening today? That's like, I don't have a moment like that. You know, mm-hmm. should they wait for a moment like that or should they that's get out question. And, and try churches like, you know, she was saying, so I, I don't know. That was kind of something that went. Yeah. I think mind. Adrian kind of went there a little bit. And I think, uh, that's a great question because I think I know the other side of the story mm-hmm. 
of the person who brought the pen and they basically just said I'm going to I'm going to do this kind of wherever I go. Right. It wasn't like I'm making a special okay today I've got to really suck myself up to I'm going to give a pen. You know, it wasn't like that. It's just like I give pens. Yeah. You know, I give pens constantly. I I'm going to if there's if somebody asks a question, I'm going to answer it. If they want to know what's on that pen or who what's this, I'm going to answer it. I'm going to take every opportunity I get, but I'm just going to, it's going to be just part of who I am. Right. And so that was the big part of it to me that was pretty impressive that it wasn't necessarily a, hey, this week, guys, it's pen week. Um, <laughs> you know, let's all give away five give pens. Away yeah. you know, Everyone gets a pen. You, get a pen. <laughs> you get a pen. I've got 8,000 to get a giveaway. Um, it was more that I just do this. This is just part of what right. I did. And I'm, I'm so, I, I feel like it's so strong that, Here's you know him walking in, and here's Adrian there, and here's a pen, and the guy just used this really small thing that was very insignificant in some ways mm-hmm. to make something pretty significant happen, or at wow. least start something. He yes. completely changed my life. Yeah. So he may have done that 20 times that week, and nine years later, you know, he finds out that that one interaction mm-hmm. changed completely changed my life. And that's a great point because I think sometimes we do stuff. You know, God wants us to do something, and we may not have any idea. Right. We That's walk away point. going, yeah. uh, that, I don't know if that did any good at all. That's a good point. And then here, these years later, wow. I mean, mm-hmm. you, and he had no idea. I mean, Absolutely. he had no idea that that happened at all. So. You know, and as Jordan said, my kids are so plugged in as well, and I'm thankful for that, too, because had I not had I not had that conversation with him and joined mm-hmm. Crestview, then my kids wouldn't have been here and they're, they're thriving. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just we see the it, biggest yeah. blessing. Definitely that's see really it. great. And I think that's what, that was going to be my question I was about to ask and you kind of already answered it, but was some, what's some of the coming into the light part, like in you know, the verse in, in, mm-hmm. in first Peter two, nine talks about darkness to light and God's light. I mean, you, you got impact on your family, you got impact, you know, yeah. marriage-wise, you got impact lots of different things, and so God's constantly taking us out of the darkness, which will come through storms, through difficulties, through hard times, and He keeps trying to bring light in, and He usually does that often through right. pe- through people right. that are willing to step up and you know try to make a difference, and mm-hmm. in little ways and big ways. Yeah. Well, Adrian, we thank you so much for just being here and sharing your story with us. And um, John, anything that you would like to say as we as we end this episode? No, I just think there's some great lessons here about just being willing to say, "Hey, this is what I'm going to be and who I'm going to, mm-hmm. what I'm going to be about." Which is just, I'm going to constantly give a pen. I'm going to constantly just ask people if I can pray for them. I'm going to constantly anything like that. God will just use it. We don't. It doesn't have to be big. It can, in fact, be really small, and God will use it. It's kind of that idea of, in God's hands, something insignificant becomes a big deal. And so it's really good. I want to just finish by saying if you had any questions, especially for Jordan, if you have any questions (laughs) at all that you want to just, or any final thought. Um, No, I don't. I mean, my my biggest thing is just to encourage people to have those conversations. That's good. And one one thing that I will say I wish I would have done different is when I became a member and things really started changing, letting him know what he did for oh, me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a good thought. That's huge. That's awesome. great. Because that could encourage him to continue doing what he was doing mm-hmm. yeah. if he felt like it was insignificant. Right. So. 
Awesome. Well, Adrian, thank you so much. Pastor John, thank you. This has been an awesome episode to the listener. We hope to see you next time, and God bless. Thank you.